This is Harrison Kim, and you're listening to Working with People by PaveStep. The Working with People podcast is for executives, managers, and people leaders. We bring people experts together to provide you with relevant content on how to think about and manage your most important asset, your talent. We have Gina here with us today. How are you, Gina? Hey, Harrison. I'm good. How are you? I am awesome. Where are you calling in from today? I'm calling in from Stanford, Connecticut. It's about an hour away from New York City, which where I previously lived. Awesome. 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 So today we're going to be talking about the importance of normalizing career coaching and career transitions. Um, especially the latter is an interesting and potentially a, a sensitive topic for a few people, right? Uh, so I'm really excited to dive into this, especially because, you know, people quitting, people transitioning, that's like a massive, massive topic for probably most organizations today. But before we do that, tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah, happy to. So I am currently a professional development director at AlphaSites, a information services company that is global. Uh, I'm out of our New York City office. So my team, we call it professional development, but really L&D, learning and development. My team's work encompasses the entire talent lifecycle from pre-hire to onboarding, to ongoing trainings and development, to talent management, to even offboarding and alumni relations. Um, and I'm really passionate about developing excellent talent solutions that enable employees to thrive in their work environments and accelerate their careers. Awesome. Awesome. So let's dive right in. What is career coaching? Uh, let's start there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> let's break it down. <laughs> so to me, career coaching is all about dedicating time to talk about your career progression and your future career aspirations with a mentor, a coach, a manager, or really any sort of support figure in your life. Career coaching is really not something that's one and done. It's not one conversation and you have all the answers, right? It's <laughs> ongoing conversations that one should have from when you start your career as a young professional in your first job to when you have 30 years of work experience. It's ongoing throughout your life. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Only if we could just solve it with one conversation, right? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Wave a magic wand. Right, exactly. So obviously with career coaching, I assume career transitions are a very closely related topic, right? Because I assume, right, most people are trying to figure out, hey, what's my next step, right? Like, how can I grow? How can I continue to develop? And, you know, in the past, career transitions were often looked down upon, right? You know, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, maybe even 20 years ago, right? We're, we're talking about people who are like, hey, I take pride in that I've only worked for one organization my whole life, right? And you know, the average tenure of employees um, were much, much, much higher, right? Is that something that's still going on today? Like, is career transition still a thing that people should be worried about? Is that changing? Any thoughts there? Yeah, great question. I think you definitely hit the nail on the head there. I think it's definitely changing. I mean, we're hearing it every single day, right? With the great resignation and everything that's been going on in even the past two years with the, with COVID and how that's changed our work environment. But really, it's been happening long time before that, like you said, mm. probably for the past 10 years or so, we really have the workforce has really transitioned um, in right. terms of their expectations of how they look at their career. Um, and I would agree with everything that you said earlier, I do think like, long time ago, it was frowned upon to not 
be at an organization for 10, 20, 30 years. Um, and back then it it showed that you maybe weren't loyal to a company is what, right. what people used to say back then. And that if I were a hiring manager and I were looking into hiring you, they might be concerned as to how long you might stay at the current company, right? But this really has changed in the last decade or so. And I think it's really been with generational differences with new generations entering the workforce. We see that every single time there's usually a, a massive shift. And I think in the past decade, this has been one of those shifts where people have started to realize that one company should not and cannot fulfill all of your professional and career development expectations. And mm. it's more advantageous for you to transition to another firm. And I think people have really started to understand that and really have started to figure out the best ways um, to put themselves first. Gotcha. Gotcha. So what is the importance of normalizing career coaching and career transition? I think you're, you've already kind of started to talk about that a little bit there in your last, you know, in, in the last question and answer, but what is the importance of normalizing that for individuals and maybe even organizations internally, right? Any thoughts there? Yeah. It's important to normalize this because this is not for organizations. I think it's important for organizations to normalize this because this is not something that is going to go away. If they don't address it, it is not something that is going to resolve by itself. It is happening. The perceptions have changed. The employees are thinking about their own careers and figuring out what that best next step, step is for them, whether that's at the current company they're at or whether right. that's finding another opportunity and for the smarter organizations that are recognizing this and investing in this i think it's a win-win situation for all if an organization invests in this normalizes career transitions and career support for their employees the employee benefits because they get the support they need to drive a successful career transition and ideally lands a job for themselves. That's the next best opportunity for them. But the firm, like you said, also benefits because it'll create a more engaged and motivated workforce and believe it or not, higher retention rates. So hmm. how do you, why do you think that would happen? By building a culture that does enable and support successful career transitions, managers can be more prepared for eventual people transitions and could actually effectively succession plan. Wouldn't it be so great oh, if we could all it. know when our people are thinking of transitioning and be able to plan around that? I think if you build a culture where people are um, actually talking about their, their career plans for themselves, you can start to plan like, oh, okay, my employee thinks they will do this role for one year and then they want to um, they want to use this as a stepping stone for the next opportunity and you can plan around that. And I think in addition to that, when you are having that conversation, oftentimes I've seen them lead to retention of that employee because by having those career conversations, you actually start to discuss skill development, right? You start right. to say like, okay, what are you looking for in this job? What skills are you looking for? What do you want to do next? Why? What, what skills do you need to help you get to that next opportunity? And for those high performers that you're looking to retain, you can certainly adapt the role to give them right. the experience that they're looking for. So you can have conversations where if an employee says, oh, I'm looking to develop business communication skills because in my next role, I think that's going to be super important. You can say to them, oh, we can give you that we can give you those opportunities here like if you we can definitely if this is what you're interested in doing like i can definitely 
give you those projects and give you those opportunities and, and allow you to develop those skill sets here so that when you transition, you can actually transition into a higher role within the next opportunity instead of making a career pivot, for example, and like starting fresh. And I think by having those conversations, managers and their employees can build stronger relationships and like have those conversations for the overall betterment of the actual employee, but also the firm. And it's a really interesting point that you're bringing out here. I think if I were to like truly like maybe say the one big benefit, right, which I think a lot of the things that you just talked about, like stems from is like a trusting relationship, right? It's like a transparent, open relationship, which is what you just mentioned, because once you welcome and embrace it from an organization perspective, because like you said, it's going to happen, (laughs) whether you welcome it and embrace it and support your employees through this or not. It's going to happen. If it happens without you knowing, it's probably going to lead to less optimal outcomes for the organization. It's it's so interesting. Like you've put it perfectly, right? Um, You know, if you really think through the logic of the events and how, why things happen when somebody transitions their careers from your organization to another, there's a lot of value in actually like supporting that and making sure that you can have those transparent conversations. It's super interesting. Exactly. So in terms of, career transitions. So let's talk a little bit about like the most challenging parts of a career transition that you've seen, right? I mean, I think people, you know, transition their careers for different reasons. I think you've gotten into some of them already like skill development, or it could be they're just, you know, life situations maybe have changed or whatever it may be. But, you know, for individuals thinking about their career transition, as well as the organization, from that organization perspective, what are some of the most challenging parts? Yeah, that's a great question. I think from an individual perspective, the most difficult part of a career transition, I think it it depends on the career transition. Um, So for those young professionals likely or anyone looking to make a career pivot, I think the most difficult part is not knowing what you want to do next and like trying to figure all of that out and also making that leap of you're doing really well in your current role or like you're happy with your current role, but And you may be happy with the team or with the company, but there's still pieces that aren't matching well for you. There's still something where you feel unfulfilled in one aspect or another, and you're looking to make that career pivot, or you're looking to find that right industry or field for you to go in because you're still trying to figure out what that career path um, for you looks like. And I think that's probably one of the most challenging parts is figuring all of that out finding your support system to help you figure that out. I think a lot of people in those positions are truly at a loss as to where to even start, what conversations to have, what questions to ask themselves to help them figure out what they want to do next. And that's why it's super important, I think, for organizations to support their employees during a time like this, because it's already so difficult. I think for organizations, the most challenging parts of career transitions is what I talked about earlier. It's these unexpected departures, right? right it's right, right. you're planning a team around this person and then they tell <laughs> right. you like, hey, I'm leaving in two weeks, like, sorry. <laughs> I think organizations can do better and they can do it right by building that culture so that you aren't left um, left hanging when, when you have certain team members leaving. And once again, I've had multiple conversations with people in my firm of like, yes, this person is leaving, but I've known it for a long time coming. Like I, I, I've been planning around this and, you know, it's not an ideal situation. I wanted them to stay, but I, I've been able to effectively plan around this and I've been able to support them in figuring out what 
the next best opportunity is. So yeah, I think it, like I said, win-win situation for all, and we could build a better career culture across all organizations. Awesome. Awesome. These are all the big questions that I had. This is super, super insightful. Um, where can the audience find you and your thought leadership, Gina? Yeah, great question. Well, you can find me on LinkedIn, of course. Um, Gina Lin, uh, I work at AlphaSites. So happy to have any follow-up conversations with anyone. Just DM me, email me, um, and happy to uh, chat more about this. Awesome, awesome. Everyone, thank you for listening to Working With People. Feel free to check out other episodes on pavestep.com slash podcast. Thank you, Gina. Thank you.